Yeah. Competition gets soft when we breaking them off. Tell the fans back off that you want the guitars. To the chest, no rest. Tell me next to me, John. Come test, come test. Player pass me the ball. We don't run from the law. So law. Is your aircon sorted, yeah? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I've got the aircon flying. Yes. <laughs> I've got the Mayweather Ortiz t-shirt. I'm still cracking up from 2011. As you can see, we're back. Ringcast. Quarantine edition. We've got the team. We've got Bex, Asib, David. We've got Simon. Myself, Henry. Obviously, it's, uh, it's interesting times at the moment um, in life, but we'll just jump straight into it. Um, it's interesting times in boxing as well. We haven't really had any major cards for a little while now. I know there was a there was a random one a few weeks back, wasn't there, where they where they sprayed the fighters down um, on on a card. Um, I believe it was in Asia somewhere, but I'm just wondering what it's gonna what it's gonna mean for the for the future. I mean. How, how far do you reckon, or how long until we get sort of, sort of, you know, one of those bigger cards? I'll start with you, David. How long do you reckon? It could be a, a year or two, because obviously the, the situation is, is, is unprecedented. And what, a, a year or two before a big card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, because think about it, like, especially in the UK, um, a lot of things are not the same anymore. You know, the rules are going to change in terms of um, social distancing and and making sure, you know, you, you, you're going out your mouth and stuff. So, I what think... about behind closed doors, though? Behind closed doors? I mean, is that even... Okay, personally, I don't think we should be having behind the closed door fights. I, I, there's no point. I don't see the point of it. I don't see the entertainment factor of it. Um, and I'm a purist of boxing as well, but, you know, you like to hear the crowd. You like to hear some background noise. You like to... You know, feel the excitement in the air. So personally, I I don't really like the behind the closed door fight. But then there's no alternative, is there? Like no, no. But but I mean, I mean, okay, yeah, everyone's gonna get paid, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, but then okay, I understand what you mean in terms of the bigger cars, like the pay per view ones or the big major shows. But what about all these like smaller hall shows or like? Even some of these like um, international cards where the crowds are quite small anyway, and you can barely hear the crowd coming from the TV. All, all you hear is like the commentator, <laughs> the commentators and stuff. I mean, side. Do you reckon? Do you reckon that can run? Do you, right, do you think the the crowd is that big of a factor? Obviously, it's a big factor, but do you think because no crowd, it, it shouldn't really? <clears throat> yeah, for me, I think I can't imagine actually watching a boxing fight without there being a crowd. And imagine being a fighter as well, used to coming out to a pumped-up arena, fighting in front of loads of fans, maybe not even those fans. So even like when you're coming out for undercard fights, at least there's some people in there. Yeah. And I just don't think they'd be up for it. I think fighters give excuses. They weren't, you know, it wasn't the right environment to fight. You've done some kind of social distance type of training, then you walk into an empty arena. Okay, yeah. you know millions of people are watching, but <laughs> it's not going to have the atmosphere. Even watching on TV, can you imagine when it's all popping off and you can't hear anything apart from the trainers shouting? Yeah. and stuff it's just uh yeah I, I think they just wait until time's right maybe do some up-and-coming prospect fights to keep it going you know um like the um smaller cars and matchroom dudes do stuff like that but yeah. the big big fights and the guys who usually fight on pay-per-view has to has to wait 
for me personally, unless they do what Eddie says, where they move it to a country where it's completely safe. And you're saying Australia or something like that, or New Zealand, maybe move it there and have a fight there. I guess that's the only way to really do it. Yeah, I mean, Hasib, you're in Dubai anyway, aren't you? So I know he's been talking about Middle East and and those areas, you know, in terms of well, one, the issue was how how are they going to pay the fighters, and obviously. After we've had a couple fights in in Saudi already, so that that takes care of the money issue. So would it just be about the social distancing now for the crowd? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of of uh, no no crowds, and even though things are better here in the Middle East, you know, there's still the the cafes, the bars, the nightclubs are all closed. You know, offices are at thirty percent capacity, so it's not. <clears throat> it's not entirely going to get rid of all of the problems. And as mentioned earlier, I, I just can't imagine fights happening with no crowds. I mean, imagine you're in a, you're in a, in the middle of the round and all you can hear literally are the two trainers, you know, it's, it's just weird <laughs> and awkward. And, and I think actually it could happen. Uh, I don't think David's estimation of one or two years for these big cards are actually that way off. And I actually think that this would, if they did, decide to go ahead with cards behind closed doors, then I think the only people really that would benefit would actually be Sky uh, from a box office point of view because fans will be craving for shows. And secondly, the less tier fighters, so your B-level, your C-level fighters who wouldn't usually ever headline a pay-per-view, but because of the supply and demand, they might actually get an opportunity to headline a pay-per-view if the pay-per-view prices were you know, were reasonable. Um, if we had, for example, let's go back two years, that version of David Allen, if he was fighting today for nine ninety nine on a pay-per-view stock, I think people would buy it. And I think that... David that Allen, yeah? Who's buying yeah. that? Who is buying that? Now, if, you, if, you put, if you put live boxing... It's mad our times have changed, isn't it? Yeah, supply, <laughs> supply and demand, man. I think... Um, I think the demand at the moment is quite high for any type of sport. I mean, I've been watching darts and stuff here, man. And I'll tell you what, I don't even know what the rules are. So people are just craving for some kind of sports and entertainment at the moment. That's current. Yeah. And I think it could actually benefit the promoters and the uh, the broadcasters. That's what I'm saying. Nobody, nobody is going to demand David Adam. Let's just, let's just get it out there. No one's gonna demand that. <laughs> well, is that how we're coming in? Yeah, my my Dave Allen's just chilling, enjoying his quarantine. Yeah, minding his own yeah. business in that. You know what I mean? But but yeah, Bex. Like I don't. I mean, maybe it's because I'm desperate for for some action. Like in terms of just watching something, some sort of competitive sport. Like I don't really. <laughs> if if it comes to it behind closed doors, then I'm just kind of for it. Like, what would you reckon? When it comes to boxing, it's like, if, if it's going to be behind closed doors, all you're paying for is glorified sparring, isn't it? It's just, it's just going to be like a sparring session. We don't really need to see that. In this in this time that we're living in, best to just allow it. Now, I know that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, just scrap it, yeah? Just scrap it together. Allow it for a bit, just let it connect. There's bigger problems in the world than people not watching sport. Now, we all love sport and that, but... I mean, come on, if it's just going to be for six months, eight months, or even a year, I don't think it's going to be two years, but year tops. I can wait for that. Really, these, these fighters should be getting their, their shit together. Getting all yeah, their, I mean... Get, take this time out, get all your business in check, 
make sure you've got your training team properly around you and, and, and focus on yourself rather than worrying about getting for the bit. Now, I know everyone needs to get paid, but most of these big tier fighters, they can't really be that bothered. Like, man, like AJ must be chilling. He's happy. He ain't got to do nothing. Yeah, I mean, and that's fair. Like, obviously, if, if they said, right, there's going to be no live action, no spectators for like a year, I'm sure everyone can deal with that. But, but by the when, looks of things, yeah, well, go on, go on. As I said, the, um, the UFC's got a fight card coming up soon. Ferguson, I, I don't know how they're managing that if it's just going to be like close, behind closed doors and that. But, um, yeah, Dana, Dana White's on this island business, isn't he? I mean, I, I've always said, man, boxing needs someone like him to try and push these things. But I, I think in this time that we're living in now, safety first, man, just, just chill for a yeah. bit. It's going to hurt the pockets and that, but you know, it's hurting everyone's pockets. So, <laughs> yeah, but imagine a situation. But imagine a situation where you're like two weeks out for a fight and then the trainer catches coronavirus. What happens then? Do you just try and push the fight back two weeks? I guess it'd be easier because there'd be no fans, would it? So you just work with the broadcasters, push it back two weeks. It's like forcing it. And then, and then reschedule it. But it's just, yeah, so many problems have come up with it. I don't really see how it's viable. Just force it. I'm really saying two years. Like you, you guys talk about six months to a year. Like, a lot, like people can still get the virus. And... For it to be completely eradicated, you need to wait a long time for that. Especially especially for the larger cards. The thing is... I mean, I mean it's going to be a long time before you see Anthony Joshua having 80 hmm. to 100,000 people in Wembley. No, no, no. Look, look, look. In, in, term, in, term, in terms of, like, spectators and all that, like, that's written off definitely for 18 months to two years easily. That's for sure. But, like, the closed doors, like, yeah, we wait a year. Till society get back gets back to some sort of normality in terms of like people can go to work, be on a voluntary basis, and then you know businesses are open, but there's social distancing, exercise, and every form of life. Then just start the fights behind closed doors, isn't it? Because then I feel like the the boxing industry will almost collapse, really, if 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 we wait too long, like there'll be tons and tons of fighters who are going to have to just find another job, mate. Yeah, the smaller fighters, up-and-coming ones, they're pretty much, they're in big trouble, aren't they, really? They're not fighting, they're yeah. not getting paid. Yeah. Unless, okay. unless... Like I said, though, that's that's the same for a lot of working people, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. People are self-employed and that, and they, they're not yeah. getting paid. It's the yeah. same scenario for them, and really, as I said, I would rather not get paid or struggle with my bills rather than be laying up on a ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. So yeah, that I mean that's like that's that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean when it when it when it comes to risking people's livelihoods, yeah, that's not really but I, is, if they start having crowd if they start having it behind closed doors or limited mm-hmm. um limited crowd participation. Yeah. Next thing's gonna be concerts and the next thing that, and it's just gonna start a snowball effect. I think they should just really just assess what's going on first before they start even contemplating things like that yeah i guess I, I see i see you doing it behind closed doors the equivalent of us working from home to be honest <laughs> <laughs> <It's true laughs> to make sure everyone's tested <laughs> and then we move but but yeah i mean we're, we're going to be talking about this for <laughs> for months aren't we or when are we going to start again what's going to happen but the, i guess the beauty of boxing is we, we've got enough characters to where there's always going to be storylines in the background of like fights that are potentially going to be made. What's going to happen? Who's going to fight who? 
um, etc. Um, and, and another story that, funnily enough, it came from the Sun. They decided to compile a list of the top ten uh, British fighters of, of the last thirty years. Now, I'm just going to share that because, as you can see, you've got Joe Calzaghe there at the top, Lennox Lewis, Tyson Fury, David Hay, Ricky Hatton. Chris Eubank Senior. I thought that was Junior for a second. I was like, what? Senior. <laughs> uh, Naz, Duke McKenzie, Nigel Ben, and AJ at number 10. Obviously, two glaring emissions. Carl uh, Froch is the main one, and the second one is Kel Brook. <laughs> <laughs> we've <laughs> we've also no, um, um, Amir Khan is, is a glaring omission as well um, especially when you look at um, this list but I mean while, while I get up exactly what I said in the chat because I don't want to I don't want to be a hypocrite or a, not a hypocrite I don't want to uh, what's the word completely forgotten it I want to. I want to keep consistent, basically, with, with my view on this. With my view on this list, but just looking at this, like to me, Froch should go in at number four or five at a minute. Yeah, I, I have Froch at five as well. Like, Hasib, where do you put your boy? Everyone knows I'm not exactly Froch's biggest fan, but the fact that he's not even in this list is madness. Um, he probably has the best CV of any British fighter in the last 15, 20 years. I'd probably have him in at four. Yeah. That's um, and maybe even three at the highest. Maybe even three. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at I that. I don't know. I, couldn't, I, think, I, oh. I, I, I agree with top three, apart from I'd swap Lewis and Kawasaki. I have Lewis, Kawasaki, Fury. I, I um, and then and then I yeah. argument for Froch. Um, I I had I had Lewis Hay and Fury in the top three. The reason being is because they they were unified champions in their divisions at some point or another. You got Hay and, over Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fury over Kawasaki. No, no, because everybody only remembers David Hay from heavyweight. I'm talking about cruiserweight. David Hay over Kawasaki. No way. I'm a joke I don't. No, 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 it can't be. No way. I'm, 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 I, I wouldn't I have. Think. I wouldn't have Frotch that high as you, like you, man. You know, I'd have Frotch. Yeah, yeah, I had, yeah. I had Frotch about six. What's your top yeah. five? No, I had, I had Frotch. I had Frotch. What's your top five then, Bex? I agree with the top five they got there. I probably put. Um, no, no, I'd leave. I'd leave Hay above Hatton because, like Dave said. You know, to be fair to Dave, he's a uh, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, I mean, and that 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 holds a lot for me. And obviously, you got Tyson Fury being lineal champ. I know people don't really like that shit, but um, Lewis obviously undisputed. I would put Lewis above Kawasaki, to be honest. Lewis would be definitely. Yep, I, I actually you can't you I can't think, I think Fury's be undisputed right. heavyweight champ and and not be on number one. <laughs> no, that's that. Nah. <laughs> Oh, and the guys he beat as well, and the guys beat his argument with Kawasaki's resume. So always listen, have, yeah. At the, at the end of the day, all these guys beat each other, but nobody beat Joe Kawasaki. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> and, and and that's the thing, and that's why Kawasaki's the highest on the list. Kawasaki no and Lewis is one A one B for me, just because yeah. just because the unbeaten record. 
Yeah, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even want to say Kawasaki's record's padded. Or if Tyson Fury like, retired oh, now, if, if Tyson Fury retired today, he's got a better resume than Kawasaki. You reckon? He's got better wins, definitely. The wins over uh, Klitschko and Wilder alone is better than any Kawasaki win. Which one? Fury's wins over Klitschko and Wilder. Yeah, I'll give you Klitschko. Than, and and not, Wilder. Not, not Wilder? Okay. You can make you can make a, a case that Wilder was the hype job that Lacey was, so you can knock them off. Yeah, but the Klitschko win for me is the one that seals it when you look at resumes head to head. Fury versus Kazagi. Yeah, I'm not mad. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't really argue too much. I, d- I don't know who. Yeah, if if I saw Lewis at, at number one, I wouldn't really complain. Um, but so yeah, same time with Kazagi, I'm, I'm not really complaining. But Hatton, I w- I want to come to him. No, he's way down for me. He's ninth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had I had Hatton that low as well. Yeah, I can. I kind of agree there. <laughs> I kind of agree there. We we all we I all love Hatton, I, th- I think with Hatton, he's just that high because yeah, because of what he did. He was. Yeah. It was how popular he was and what he did with taking the fans to Vegas and being the people's champ. You know the the beer drinking and and all that kind of stuff um but if you look at it purely on ability resume achievements i mean there's an argument to say he's not even in the top 10 i'd probably have him mm-hmm. nine or ten up until the mayor fight he did have a good run and the tazoo win was obviously a great win and he did fight mayor and pacquiao obviously got flattened against pacquiao but outclassed <laughs> against mayor but I think he's got a good I enough resume to make it top 10, definitely. Looking at the list I think there, he's yeah. had two good wins, really good wins. One was Costa Zoo, and two was, what's that guy's name? Or Otago or Tana or something? Um, yeah. Urango. I can't remember. Urango. Urango. Yeah. Urango. One Urango. Yeah. That was, it was all right. It was a good win. It was all right. It was all right. Well, he was, he was pretty hyped up at the time. Really hyped up at the time. And yeah, I it, was it was all right. It was a good win. But then didn't, didn't Devon take him out not long after? Well, that that may have been a few, just, few more days, um, not yeah. days, a few more years down the line. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I just yeah. felt I felt that Hatton didn't really have that many good wins, and mm. obviously he got pummeled by by Pack and, and Floyd. But up until then, I did feel he was quite protected. All right, here's here's a good question: who should who should be higher, Hatton or Amir Khan? Who, if you think Khan should be in the list? Bias aside, I genuinely think Amir probably should. If you look at longevity, if you look at the competition in the divisions he was fighting at, <clears throat> I think he picked yeah. up better belts. Uh, he, well, he unified two of the four titles in 140. Um, uh, genuinely, bias aside, I, I would have Amir ahead. Right. Yeah, so not, 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 not to preempt can- it. Not to preempt it. So looking at <laughs> looking at looking at this list, right? I think we we all probably agree that maybe AJ is too soon for him to crack that list just based on the other names, right? So if you move remove AJ, Hatton moves down. Who's who's higher, Hatton or Khan? No, I actually have AJ above Hatton and Khan. Oh really? Okay. So you have Hatton still in that list. So that means Hatton no, or Khan. Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, you, that means Hatton or Khan misses out. Who misses out for you? Oh, both for me, Duke McKenzie's out of that list. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> to say it. He was the first name that got dashed out. I'm sorry. Are you going to do the coroner legend like that? 
The bottom three <laughs> I, I I've got. The bottom I, three I I've got is Khan at number ten, Hatton at number nine, and Joshua at number oh, eight. Hey, we're gonna get called some millennials, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mackenzie goes for me, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously, one person who thought that, um, well, one person who thought that AJ should come off that list was was uh <laughs> was Carl Frotch. Obviously, we we discussed Frotch should be at minimum uh fifth um on the list, um, but then he said AJ shouldn't even be there, and I'm just I'm just gonna read out what <laughs> what he said, um. And apparently this was on an Instagram live with, with um, Coogan on IFL TV. He goes, I'm not giving AJ stick, but I got knocked out by a little fat kid from Mexico. <laughs> never been, I've never been knocked out in my life. Amateur professional. <laughs> AJ, he has to bring himself in. Yeah, AJ got beat up by a fat Mexican who, we don't really know how good the Mexican is because he hasn't done anything really. <laughs> and they've got him in the top 10. <laughs> and then obviously um, that was captioned and then Obviously, the headlines were what went rampant and stuff like that. And then Frotch kind of on his own on his own podcast backtracked. He said, "I oh, he was just having a conversation off the record, and I've seen something on Instagram. I don't think it's made the press or gone any further. They've twisted what I said. Uh, Anthony Joshua's got beat by this fat kid from Mexico, which is out of order because Andy Ruiz is a decent fighter. This is all Frotch's words. He's a good fighter. He can punch. He's got quick hands. He is overweight, but yes, he can fight. So, so that was Frotch kind of." Backtrack, and then he goes, "Ah, oh, my beef wasn't with AJ. My beef was with the list. You've got AJ in at number ten. You've got to have me in somewhere between nine and maybe even top five. Um, yeah. Then he goes on to say, it's ludicrous to not have him in the top ten. AJ's had a good career, but yeah, he should be in there. And then I know Hasib, you sent a little clip into the group the other day of AJ kind of firing back a shot um, at Froch." showing a clip of Frotch talking about him and then him telling him to shut up. And and also, I think, yeah, I've missed out that Frotch revealed that AJ sent him four WhatsApp messages at midnight, but then deleted them all. So, yeah. So that kind of kept us going for the, for the last couple of days. But, uh, yeah, what would you, what'd you, <laughs> what'd you make of all that? <laughs> To, for the most part, Frotch is just just speaking facts, isn't it? it it's, you got knocked out by a fat kid from Mexico, like, you know. It's, it's just, if you feel bad about it, you should have trained and prepared and not let it happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things. It's it, it's it's harsh how he's put it, and he's he's kind of you know been a bit derogatory, a bit disrespectful, but yeah. you know, it's still the truth. No matter which way you want to look at it, it's still the truth. Can't really be that yeah. mad at the truth. <laughs> <clears throat> and, and I think what we were saying in, in the other day I know I think me and Hasib were kind of on the same page whereas everyone else kind of thought AJ should have just uh, just manned up about it I think it was perhaps you know he went on live just spoke that way and then kind of tried to backtrack a little bit and I guess what he was saying was true right um, and we don't know how strong their relationship is if they've even got a relationship their friends if they're just cool what the situation is I kind of felt like they're just ways to say look I should be in that list I think I don't think AJ should because he got beat I'm, I have I've never been stopped keep it moving but then <laughs> obviously when you add when you add the <laughs> got knocked out by a fat kid from Mexico <laughs> I know that's that's the I think that's the line which probably would have burned AJ because when you look at the list most of them guys have been knocked out anyway so that uh, 
it's just Josh is just an easy target when you look at the list. He's an easy target, literally. And I think Frost has picked on that. Obviously, AJ's seen it, felt a bit hurt by it, even though most of it is true. But it's what it's. I think uh, he knows what he's doing, man. He knows what he's doing, and yeah, we can all say he's he's spitting the truth. He's just saying facts, but there are ways in which you communicate something. You can say something which is completely fact, but you can say it in a way which is made to be a dig at someone. And this yeah, they is are one fighters, of those examples. They are fighters, so there's still going to be that level of like you know competitiveness. You know, Frotch even come out and he was like, yeah, he broke my I don't think this was competitiveness. This was pettiness for me. Well, this was pettiness. It is, it is. But, you know, it's, it's fighters are emotional, man. They're like, you got knocked out, simple as. And, you know, I think Frotch's ego's got bruised. He better smirk it, like. <laughs> <laughs> you got knocked out. <laughs> it is no, it's how, many, how many times have you said that you got knocked out in the last minute, Max? <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? We play it back and you count that. But I have noticed no, no. as well, Frotch has been on AJ's case a little bit, especially with the whole Wilder thing. He was always more leaning on the uh, the side of Wilder, saying it was Team AJ didn't want to fight. And when he's always made to make a prediction, he's always gone wider as well. So I really do wonder how much they are friends behind the scenes. I think it's more so what we see, you know, the Sky Sports boxing team all coming together and showing United front. So Is there, uh, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised AJ proper stuck it on WhatsApp and deleted the messages. I think there's definite jealousy from Frotch because obviously they've, they've got the same trainer. He hasn't had the same amount of, you know, portion publicity and all that. There's definitely jealousy there, but still speaking facts. Personally, I feel like AJ could have just responded the same way Frotch did. Like, don't don't have a brutal spirit and, and, and make the little comments and slap the laptop. Just react the same way he did. Go on, go on live, do the same interview, just keep it going that way because I feel like in the boxing game, when someone comes at you, you've got to come back at them twice as harder. And I feel that should be the same thing, regardless of the relationship. You know what I mean? I just feel like... <laughs> but, but that's my thing, you see. I think if them two don't really have a relationship at all, then fair game. But if them two are cool... Like, if, if they're way, cool... I think, I think AJ should have just done what AJ always does, just... Exactly. Come out and said, you know, I'm grateful just to be on the list. Just be that nice Stay guy. Humble. Keep it moving. Stay humble. That's it. That's what he needs to do. Kill him with kindness. That's what he's been doing, isn't it? Stay so, hungry. Stay humble. Yeah, but we, 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 we know. We know. We, we know what it is with AJ, though, really. We know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, no, to be honest with you, I would have preferred AJ to just come out and just be like, you know what, Frotch, you're a bit of a prick. And the reason you're not on that list is because no one really knows you. <laughs> That's in that petty though. That's petty and petty. Yeah, just 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 post ninety thousand yeah. Wembley. That's done. Yeah, he's done. Well, he's um, done it like five times, so it's not really a big deal anymore. Right? A bit, uh, <laughs> that's a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And also, How many yeah. Times he's sold at least, at least a couple, two or three, maybe three, two or three. Oh, more, than, more than that, I think. More than that, right? Probably what fights was it at Wembley? So it was Klitschko. Was Povetkin at Wembley as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Povetkin, Klitschko, Parker. Um, was Parker Wales? I think Parker. No, no, was that was um, that was Parker was um, Cardiff. Tackham. Tackham was Cardiff, I think. Oh, uh, so Parker was Wembley then. Parker was Wembley. You know what? Wembley don't even matter. They built stadiums for AJ. 
exactly. Yeah. He's building a stadium yeah. for Frotch. <laughs> like, no one. <laughs> well, hey, well, well Frotch is the pioneer, isn't it? So, probably. <laughs> You know what, Frotch honestly deserves that place in that list. But facts are facts, man. The guy's a dick. And if I was AJ, if I was AJ, just, just want to confirm: these don't reflect the thoughts of Ringcast as a whole. This is this is that guy. This is definitely me. Twitter handle at Hasib nineteen eighty six. Come at me. Has, or, all right. Has, all right, has he not blocked you yet, Hasib? He's not blocked you. He's blocked. Has he blocked you? Yeah, already. Yeah, has Hearn still got you blocked? And still has me blocked as well. Man, <laughs> these matchroom guys, they can't, they can't take it. That's all it is. We need, we need to set up a campaign for them to unblock you, innit? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get, get, um... Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's, well, Eddie's block page I was surprised at. It was a bit of a bitch move. But hey, love you, Eddie. <laughs> I kind of agreed with him. Not agreed with him, but like, you know, it, it was to do with Bellew, wasn't it? He was oversensitive. I think he had a tough week, to be fair. <laughs> But <coughs> do you where, where would you lot put Amir Khan on this list? I wouldn't. I've got him at 10. I've got him at 10. I can't put Amir Khan on the list. I can't put him on the list. No for the fact way. That, no, no, hold on. Let, let, let me get it out. Let me get it out. So <laughs> I feel like Amir Khan should be on the list because he lost to uh, Danny Garcia, who at the time wasn't Danny Garcia. And then he got stopped. <laughs> He got stopped by brother Truscott, like nobody's. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of difficult to put on the list when you lose to nobody. Like a lot of those guys in that list have lost to somebody's. And um, Khan got beat by guys who he shouldn't have got beat by. Was Hasim oh, Rahman about somebody there? To be fair. Huh? The only, the only nobody he lost to really was uh, <coughs> Prescott. Yeah. But, but Danny Garcia wasn't Mac. Like that was meant to be a gimme win. True. At the time, it was, it was. He was just he, an opponent because the Peterson the fight. Win. Yeah, yeah. But mm. but Garcia has gone on to prove that he was a world class operator. Yeah, so, eventually. So eventually. you know, Henry Jones on the list. Do you know what? I'm actually, <clears throat> I'm torn. But I'm torn between. Um, I've got Khan on the list. Um, I've got him above. No, actually, I don't know. I've got Hatton down at. Nine or ten, and then Khan just below that. Uh, and really decided where I put Duke McKenzie. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, AJ just misses out at this point. Yeah, I've got Hatton above Khan though, but Khan should be on the list. Yeah, he, he's done a lot, he's done a lot for us. What, who, what uh, is it? Is it are you the best, or is it what you've done? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's he's done he's done quite a lot, you know. Hasib, I'm I'm sure you've got it on written on a on a poster. How many uh, former world champions has he beat? <laughs> from me- from memory, I think from it's memory. thirteen. <laughs> thirteen, I believe. Do you know what? Yeah, we, we laugh and joke because of Hasib, but I, I do think Khan should be on that list. I wouldn't argue if you have him if you don't have him on there, but you know, you've got AJ on there. It's Amongst those names, you've got unified champions, undisputed champions, unbeaten fighters. Um, you know what? To be honest, I, 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 feel, I feel that the top five is like the solid top five you can have a real debate about. I think the other yeah. bottom five is just... They're all subjective, aren't they? Yeah, literally. Yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could argue Nigel Ben's low. Yeah, and Chris Eubank Sr. as well. Yeah, I mean... 
we'll, we'll, I mean, whoever we'll, made this list, I really want to know why they kept Frotch out of that top 10. <laughs> like, it literally <laughs> yeah, baffles me every time I see it. The sun, the sun are bugging. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. The um, only logical reason I think they left him out is because I genuinely think they forgot he exists. That's the only yeah. logical explanation. Yeah. Yeah, I swear, didn't, didn't that Colin Hart used to work at <laughs> the Sun? He wouldn't have left him off. Nah, he's like, decent. Come on. Decent. How are you going to forget Frotch when you remember Duke McKenzie? I'm being serious. Like, come on. Because let's be, let's be like, Duke was like 20, 25 years ago. Like, Frotch is pretty recent compared. Oh, you just mean in terms of how are you going to forget? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, just to clarify. (laughs) (laughs) Not trying to walk on that ledge with Simon, yeah. (laughs) Nah, nah. nah. Okay, okay. wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Let's put, let's not throw me off the side. Who has (laughs) Duke McKenzie in their top 10? Yeah, I got him in there. Where, where? I got got, got him number 10. I got him about nine, 10. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, yeah, I got him at um, I got him at yeah. If, 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 <laughs> I got him about <laughs> yeah, some in and around, didn't it? In and around. David, what's David? What David? What's his best win? <laughs> not... Hey man. Blum. Well, guys, we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Go on, David. Finish what you're saying. No, 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 no. I just had him at number ten. But um, if you want to ask what his best one is, I can't. I'm, I'm too young to remember. Man, so. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's honest. At least yeah. he's honest. You get me. Give him that. Give him that. All right. Cool. Any, any dispute with uh, where Naz is? Um. So he was at number seven. Um, no, I think like Simon said, below below the top five six, it's, it's quite subjective. I'd have yeah, to dissect. Yeah, six seven, six seven's fair for now, I reckon. Yeah, I, I don't put him above Eubank or Ben. Mm. No, no chance. No. I don't. I don't. No. So, so yeah, I think about seven eight range probably. So yeah. Does David Hay actually make anyone's top ten? I know David said he made he had him higher. Hey. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think Hayes' hey, cruiserweight accomplishment, the going up to heavy, is is a big deal. I think. Yeah, so, absolutely. So yeah, yeah, he, he's definitely yeah, in the yeah. mix. Like, he's the best cruiserweight we've ever produced. So, hundred percent, I'd have him on that. Yeah, there's something about Hay, right? Only only certain people. Obviously, we we've got a guy in our group chat who who loves the guy. But thinking about it, he's, he kind of gets uh, not underestimated, but underappreciated in terms of what he's done. Is it because of his persona and stuff, and because he's still in and around the sport? I think um, it's the Klitschko loss. I think the whole toe thing and the Klitschko loss really damaged him. Definitely. I think he'd have more credibility if he went out there all guns blazing and got knocked out. I think he'd have come out better that than the whole kind of stumbling yeah. on the ring and then afterwards saying, oh, look, my big toe's hurt him. Yeah. And then the way he went out of belly. Yeah. Yeah. Defeats against him either. Like, belly defeats him. He was just, he was just faded. So no one's even yeah. holding him against him. He's just, he, he definitely deserves to be on the list. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think people actually. People actually feel or did feel at the time that he was the main reason why boxing came out of box office in the UK. I, I, I certainly felt that. I, I felt that. Why they stopped. 
yeah, why they stopped boxing on box office was because of how bad that Klitschko fight was. Oh. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's, that's what I go, felt at the time. We'd have to go back and think. I don't remember, remember the fact that they did that after, after the Klitschko fight. Um, the boxing was off box office for about two years after that fight. <laughs> Just because funny. of the uproar. Yeah, because wasn't it brought back by Hay or Lee Harrison? Hey, that what, that, that's, what, that's what kicked off, kicked off the Matchroom Empire. Remember that? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three rounds. Yeah, and they went on doing prize fire and all that. So, yeah. But yeah, cool. Anyway, what we'll do, we'll wrap it up there. And then I think what we'll do next week, we'll, we'll try and sift through the current British pound for pound um, list. Because I think um, everyone talks about the world, but I think we'll build up to that. We'll do the world one yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, I think next week we'll do the current British pound for pound, which I think will be quite interesting because there's a, there's a lot of decent uh, up and coming guys. So, so yeah, nice one, guys. Um, we'll speak to you uh, this time again next week. Um, everyone, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're going to be everywhere, all right? And we'll be, we'll be, uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of us in the future. So, yeah, take care, you lot. Peace. Peace. Yeah.